How are we doing, everybody? And welcome back to the Sean Atwood channel with me, Ron Swanson. We're joined today by Tom Markle, and we're going to delve into a little bit of how the last few years have kind of impacted him and his family. And it, it, it's something that isn't spoken about enough. There's too much focus on the other Markle, shall we say. But Tom, thank you very much for, for joining us today and uh, you know sharing, sharing these experiences with us. How, how are you doing today? Before we dive into it, how, how are you doing today, my friend? Well, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm doing all right. Thanks for having me. And um, um, I took a little extended break that I just really needed to take. Um, I got down to the root problem of things in my house with my sinuses, my lungs, and it's just mold. I mean, there is just no way to get rid of this mold and it affects you daily. So yes, I'm moving to a new place, setting up a new studio and, and, uh, I'm going to jump right in with both feet and, yeah. and really make a, really make an amazing hardcore effort at this and really just give, give the YouTube community and the public what they, what they want out of a yeah, show. Well, that's, that's, that's another thing. That's just one one section of the show today is discussing uh, the other Marco, yeah. but we're diving into what Tom has got planned for the next week, the next month, and what's coming next year with regards to content creation. And it's really, this is the time for you guys to pause this video right now. There's a link in the description. Go to Tom's channel, subscribe now, then come back and unpause this video because there is a lot to discuss at the end of this video and uh, stick around for it because it's exciting. But yeah. let's dive in. Let's dive yeah. in to, to the Megan Just, side of things. Yeah, as, so, far as, like the, as far as like the last few years and this, and this whole journey since it began uh, in tw at the end of 2016, 2017, somewhere in there, yeah. uh, it was a life-changing ex experience. Um, no, no help from anybody. Actually, Megan had, had, had opposed any help for the Markle family, any way, shape, or form. And it all started with... Uh, with Hope you're enjoying our podcast. Here's a word from a sponsor, Atlas VPN. Atlas VPN has got the best VPN deal in the market. Enjoy the most affordable online protection for just $1.70 per month, plus six months extra with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Unlock your favorite content from all over the world. Can't access Friends or other legendary shows on your Netflix while being abroad? That's not a problem anymore. Atlas VPN got you covered. Check out the Savile stuff on Netflix. Keep your Google searches in private. Looking for something on Google? With Atlas VPN, you can search the web with real and organic search results and do it without tracking your activity. Sick of the ads and malware? This is more than just a VPN. It blocks all the malicious links, ads and trackers and notifies you when someone is trying to steal your data. Get away, hackers. Save some coins while shopping online. Get the best deals while shopping online, including online subscriptions, Netflix, Spotify, airlines, hotels, and much more. And protect unlimited devices. Atlas VPN protects all your devices with just a single subscription. Link is in the description box if you're watching this on YouTube. Enjoy the Christmas discount now because Atlas VPN Premium is just $1.70 per month plus six months extra with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Protect your privacy and get many benefits of Atlas VPN for the ridiculously low price. You can take this deal by clicking the link in the description box below. Be quick. It is a limited-time offer. Thanks for watching. Back to the podcast. With, with one lie out of her, like that she has no family and she's an orphan and how you can continue to live that lie every single day and yeah. tell more lies to cover up one lie. It's got to just creep up on you. And the stress level in that woman has got to be off the charts. I mean, it actually shows in her face as far as I'm concerned. I mean, my opinion, yeah. it, it's really taking a toll on her health, her looks. And, you know, I, I'm sorry to say, but you know, she's either going to have to come out with a public apology to the entire family of what she's done and tried to make us look bad with her PR stunts and, and, and her paid PR for the smear campaign against the Markles for several years. That's just never ending. Um, but when I, when I talk about a life changing experience, no instructions whatsoever thrown to the wolves, have to deal with the press, have to deal with the paparazzi with no instructions whatsoever. Yeah. And that I would not wish on anybody because when they want to make you look bad and they're selling stories and headlines, boy, they do a good job of it. Yeah. You have to be extremely careful what you talk about. 
you have to just be, you have to choose your words so wisely because that story that you give to somebody turns into 20 chopped up, changed up, all to sell headlines, however they have to do it. And that is horrible. That's a horrible let's, let's just talk about um, that for a second. How, tell me your experiences with people trying to change the narrative when you put something out there, when you put your trust in, whether it's journalism, whether it's someone you've done an interview with. Have you experienced that yourself, Tom, where your narrative has been shifted and edited to paint? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, uh, one one thing uh, up in Oregon, right? I had I had a falling out and a beef with a landlord, and so he goes and tries to evict me on the wrong terms, which I was never evicted. So the headlines headlines read Tom Markle homeless and evicted, right? Which, how, how, how do you take that back? Because I went to court and I wasn't evicted. All right. So how do I, nobody wants the story to where I go to court and redeem myself and say I was never evicted. But the headlines say evicted and homeless. You know, you have to have money and power and influence over the media to be able to, to change the narrative and to change the story to the correct version. And do you think that's part of the plan where they try and get you to drain yourself of funds to try and correct uh, these statements in the press? Do you think that's all part of uh, a, a tactic? I'm not too sure if it's about draining funds, but I'm pretty sure that, you know, a handful of selected news outlets, I won't name them, but they know who they are, yeah. uh, are on people's payrolls. And these people, these people, um, how, what do I say? These people control the narrative of what these people in these organizations are paid behind the scenes and bribed or whatever to put these stories out, borderline being sued, right? Because, you know, the, the IPSO laws and the United States laws is jur of journalism sure. are, are different. So, for instance, um, one, one of the articles told uh, everybody that I was a... Uh, uh, I was an ex-convict and I did time in prison. Okay, never. I mean, that's <coughs> that's that's quite a a liable statement, though, isn't it? I mean, is it a case that they can use an anonymous source that they got this information from to to, <coughs> to give them a, a loophole, Tom? So yeah, so I get arrested, right, for uh, menacing with a with a firearm, okay. which was totally totally blown out of proportion, anyway. <clears throat> so now they, they want to go through and make me look like a, an ex-convict who's done time in prison. And they put that in a paper. And I immediately jumped on that. I said, I look at my record. Yeah, I've been arrested, but I've never been convicted of anything. Yeah. And, and I've never done time in jail. I mean, I did a, I did a weekend for, uh, I did a weekend over Memorial Day weekend uh, for traffic warrants for exhibition of speed and racing my cars, right? Yeah. Unpaid tickets. Okay, yeah, I did two days or three days over a holiday weekend yeah. in California, but never done time in prison. Can you, so, can you think of any time, Tom, where something that's been put out there that's false has directly affected your life or, you know, has had an impact where, you know, not, not so much the oppression of, the narrative being taken out of your hands, but you know, if have, have you found anyone that's close to you as a, have have they changed their opinion of you? Has there been an impact from these lies? Yeah, I've um, I'm really overqualified at at my field of expertise, which is glass and commercial glazing and custom okay. glass. And I I was I went out for several different opportunities for really good union jobs that I ended up not getting. But it's kind of weird when you go in for an interview and you've already, you're so overqualified that you already have the job, right? Yeah. Which, and then for some reason, you know, they go and they check or they Google you and then all of a sudden they don't want anything to do with you. Yeah. So see, that, that's, the thing. that's happened. That's happened. That, that affects my livelihood, my name, my reputation, which yeah. is, which is, a huge negative impact because, you know, I'm, I'm going out for a full blown union job, you know, that's very, very good benefits, pay everything. 
Yeah. And all of a sudden I don't get it with a big question mark. Why? Yeah. See, in, in, in internet culture, right, we've got cancel culture, we've got trolling culture, all these things. It almost feels like that's exactly what's happened to you, but directly through mainstream media, which yeah. is terrifying because obviously we're talking about your sister and her husband. They have got, you know, a lot of pool. They've got a lot of money. And it's quite scary to think what could be going on and the strings that could be getting pulled. I mean, what does your spidey sense tell you with regards to how much of this is being puppeteered by the other Markle? Um, I, my spidey senses have been going off for, for years Yeah. About, and, you know, over the course of my life and my, my 57 years experience on this planet so far, I've learned a lot about human nature and trusting, uh, trusting your, your gut feeling. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's, it's something that can never be perfected, but when it, when it is, it's, it's spot on 99.9% .9 of the time. Correct. Yeah. And it's just so obvious because I mean, I have a personal experience in this as far as like trying to control the narrative in the media, trying to get people on board who want to say what the Marcos want to say. And it always changes. Yeah. So how is that even possible? I mean, uh, good, uh, good uh, example is this uh, channel seven documentary that we did uh, a year ago, last November. Okay. Uh, we went out to Florida uh, with my sister, uh, to visit Samantha and channel seven. And I will say channel seven promised us the world, right? Full blown, unedited, say what you want. So three days of filming, right? Three entire days of filming and talking about what we wanted to talk about when the show comes out. I mean, we're scratching our heads. Like what the, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. This is not what we signed up for. Yeah. And and they don't care. They could care less because they took they took four day, three days of filming, cut it down to 10 minutes, pretty much 10 minutes. Yeah. Didn't talk about 85% of the things that we wanted to talk about and put out there. And then they just fill it up with other like Diana and Charles and whatever and royal family stuff. Very bizarre. How did how did that impact you? Like when you realized you spent four days doing this, 10 minutes had been used. What does that leave you with in your gut moving forward for making well, any it, other deals or trying leaves, to, because it leaves, I, I, me, it leaves me with the exact assumption that I've, that I thought was going on for a long time, that the same experiences that I've had with journalists, uh, media outlets, live shows going on TV shows, live good morning, Britain, um, uh, Dan Wooten, um, Good Morning America, Entertainment Tonight, all these shows. It's the same thing. Same thing. They 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 want to ask you certain questions that they want answers for, and that's it. You're yeah. cut off. And you're just and it's 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 the same feeling that I have. It's it's being controlled. You think it's like soundbite farming? That's why they're asking you these specific questions just to get those sound bites of you your answers of it yeah. <clears throat> that's what people need to understand and that's why i asked you how that impacted you because that's one way that your will is destroyed is by having your time wasted having your your faith manipulated and your trust um abused and it's important for people to understand the full picture of this and how this has impacted you your sister your dad everyone across the board it's the false narratives, it's the online hounding. And, you know, you yeah. yourself have been through so much. Your dad's been through so much. Your sister has been through so much. And nothing is covered by it. If no. Megan was receiving the things that your sister was receiving, right, you know, in the extent that she was amplified by however many millions, the news would be all over the hate campaign against Megan. Absolutely. You know? So... You know, tinfoil hat time for a second here. It doesn't take a genius to figure out that perhaps there are some alleged radicalized fans of the Markles, of Meghan Markle and Prince Harry, that go to some lengths to harass certain members of your family. And I've seen evidence of it all. It's enough that when you hear the stories, you think... Is this person crazy? Because it's so 
insane how much harassment and the levels that these people have gone to, especially with your sister. And tell us a little bit about what you've gone through with regards to online hate. Oh, yeah, I've, I've had some really colorful comments before. And, you know, sometimes I'll sometimes I'll answer them and shut them down and then then delete them. But um, I've it, it takes a lot of practice not to read the comments, but I like to read the comments. But usually if I just see something right off the bat, I just get rid of it because it's uh, I'm not going to let, you know, these people bring me down because they are still so closed minded and they don't see what's actually happening with, uh, with everything. And what I mean by that is over the last couple of years, especially, uh, things have really turned the tide, the tide has turned as far as the Markles. I mean, we have redemption because everybody now knows and sees for their own eyes, what this woman is doing and what, what this woman is made of and yeah. what, she, what she's done. But, Above and beyond that, I mean, attacking my sister, Samantha, who's disabled for, you know, 20 some odd years in a wheelchair and, and knowing that and not stopping that and, and having her attacked online by trolls is just disgusting. I mean, it doesn't get any lower than that. What kind of a person do you have to be to do that to your own sister? Well, this is the thing. There's a lot of discussions about alleged narcissistic traits within Megan. Um, and certainly, you, you, you know, you don't have to be a genius to, to, to think that there's some credit in that. You know, some of the things your sister said when you guys were growing up about how Megan would never apologize or never say sorry, there was this natural, unnatural, uh, predestined, higher position in our brain because... Every little kid in the world, if they get caught stealing a cookie out the jar, the first thing to do is to go, oh, I'm sorry. It's a natural yeah. reaction. It's a nice thing to do. You bump into someone, oh, I'm sorry. But that was absent in Megan. And I think that is one of the most fascinating traits and stories that I've heard about Megan because it's so telling about the pre-programmed brain of her going from a child to an adolescent, having that section missing. Do you see what I'm saying? Would you agree with oh, that? Ab- absolutely, yeah. No, I, I, I've seen that with my own yeah. eyes. Okay. And, and what that immediately brings me to in my mind, what that immediately brings me to is the utmost unbelievable satisfaction that the court set a court date for Samantha. Yeah. Well, yeah. To, to play this out. So I could not be more happy for Samantha and I yeah. could not be more happy on the other hand that Megan has to answer. <laughs> It's, 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 you yeah, well, know. this, this is something I don't know what we can talk about with yeah, regards to. I can't really talk about the court that much. I mean, I, I can say that they said it's court date, So, I mean, it's, it's coming up next year in November. So now, if you watch a Royal Mess, a lot of you'll know that we've discussed the fact that it's so odd that there's been nothing in the press about this because, yeah. as you know, Megan is good clicks. Now, ironically, today this popped up. GB News popped GB up. News, uh, GB News, yeah. yeah. GB News popped up with the story. There it is. Yes, they did. And that's exactly what I was talking about because I read that yesterday. And I, I called Samantha and I said, good job. Because now, I mean, I'm not going to say the details, but I talked to oh, Samantha course, course, some time about, about what's going to go down and everybody who's involved. And it's just going to be wonderful because, you know, you can't get out of it. It's a done deal. Yeah. It's kind of... It's, uh, do you know what? We will capitalize when we can talk about this. And I just want to remind everybody once again uh, that Tom is going to be starting up his entire own uh, new line of content. A lot of you who already subscribe to uh, to Tom's channel will know some of the, the skits and characters he does. There's a lot of exciting stuff coming. The link is in the description. That We are going to be talking about it more just shortly. But I just wanted to remind you all to make yeah. sure you everybody should probably subscribe now tell all your friends to subscribe because the channel is uh like we we're just talking about the channel is changing it's going yeah. in all different new directions it's going to be exciting be great. it's exciting but we, we will we will get to all that so your sister we know the impact that's had on her it's exciting that she's going to get her day in court because there's one thing about your sister that she is a badass okay like yeah. she is a bona fide badass and 
I would not like to be on the wrong side of the legal table of Sam because I can't. If there's somebody who you know is prepared, okay, and prepared yeah. beyond prepared, it's Sam. Yeah. So big shout out to Sam, and I hope uh, you're, you're doing really, really well. So getting getting back to Megan growing up, was there anything you can remember? Was there because we all see these movies, right? Like, have you ever seen the movie? We need to talk about Kevin or the book we need to talk about kevin where this family have this son who's totally disconnected and ends up like you know killing family members with a bow and arrow and all this kind of stuff but there was warning signs but everyone ignored them do you think looking back now right as you knew megan growing up was there maybe a couple of key moments where you think oh my god that i i can see now the narcissisticness I, I, I should have seen it back then, but I never. Was there any sort of moments that stick out in your brain with uh, with okay, me? Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll give you a little tidbit, a little tidbit, little bonus information here. All right, so, all right. Um, there was a time where, uh, you know, my 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 dad, the way his busy schedule works, right? He's always working, and the free time that he does have is very limited. So he's direct and to the point. Um, for example, Christmas, right? Okay. Uh, Megan and Megan and. Uh, uh, well, I call her Vonnie. I've called her Vonnie my whole life, but she hates that when I do that. So don't tell anybody. <laughs> Megan and Samantha were sitting on the bed and dad came in with a catalog and tossed it on the bed. He goes, pick out what you want for Christmas. Right. And that's just how he does it because, you know, get what you want. You know, no, don't beat around the bush. Just show me what you want for Christmas. And that's how it was done. Uh, besides the little bonus surprises that he would buy on his own, which were always really cool anyway. Um, but Vonnie, I mean, Samantha picked out a, uh, a really nice ring and that's, and then Megan immediately told her, he says, oh, you're not getting that babe. That's too nice. And that right there was, was like, that should have been like the huge red flag. This woman needs therapy now. <laughs> so, yeah. And see, it, it's, it's. It's 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 that insight into moments like that, Tom, where it builds a profile and it builds the data where it backs up people's theories of the alleged narcissistic tendencies. Another thing that people talk about a lot, Tom, is her disconnection and the way that she has been with her kids. There's a lot of you know mystery and conspiracy and questions surrounding the kids. Do you think well, I mean if you were to write an essay, my and my thoughts on Meghan Markle as a mother, how do you think that would go for you? I mean, just as, as, a, as a theory, because... Okay, a lot well, of people... here, here, here we go as a theory, okay? okay? You, including myself and everybody yeah. else in the entire world, only sees what gets put out, right? Of course, of course. So I am not subject to, I, I am not witness or subject to anything that goes on in that home. But what I see overall from the media... Yeah, is, is bad parenting, straight out bad parenting. Um, I see, I see the nanny raising the children, and I see the nanny in the children's life uh, to be more important than Megan because the nanny is the one who is taking care of these children on a daily basis and and giving them love, care, food, baths, clothes, um, taking them out on walks. Megan is not there. I mean, Megan, I Megan is distant. I would say a good 75% of the time on average from what I see in the media. Well, this is the thing. She wasn't raised that way, right? That's quite a, you would think that was more applicable to Harry's reason, right? Because the Royals, the privilege, all that kind of stuff. Do you think that she's maybe using that as a scapegoat, using that um, privilege as a scapegoat um, from avoiding having to truly be fully involved as a parent? I believe Megan thinks that she is too important to raise her children correctly. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Allegedly. Um, allegedly. Yes. Allegedly. That's, that's, my, that's, that's my opinion. And solely, I can pretty much say whatever I feel like saying my exactly. opinion. Yeah. We're just two guys uh, on the internet having a conversation. Don't worry about it. Okay. It's all good. Yeah. Um, see, because it's, 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 it's interesting. So what, how about this? We, what, where does your money, where do your chips lie on the divorce narrative, right? Where do you think this is going to lie? Do you think there's going to be a couple of book deals, another failed Netflix series, then she's going to cash in on that? What do you think? Or do you think it's even something she would do? What do you think? Um, I don't think that she'll ever 
let Harry go because that's she she is so fixated on having a title that she doesn't even have or deserve anymore, right? Yeah. Te technically, she's not part of the royal family on paper on the website, Duke and Duchess of Sussex, and I think that's that's her biggest that's anybody's biggest mistake in their entire life to screw that up. Do you think? Do you think that's all just smoke and mirrors? Do you think it was the king allowed Harry to publicly say he'd left, but really they've not? Do you think there's a possibility that that could be what's, what, what is playing out here? I can't imagine it being smoke and mirrors with all the damage that has been done. Well, it's that's done. true. That's true. I, I, don't, I, I am really surprised it's gone on this long. I'm really surprised that the, that the royal family hasn't taken uh, stern actions and, and more hardcore uh, disciplinary actions on this subject. Yeah, it's, well, it's beyond me. What what really you know Russell really got my back up uh, was in the, in the newspapers in the UK. They were talking about how the kings never met his grandkids, they never, or the kings never had the the grandkids there for Christmas, and you know you know the king he should be able to see his family. And I'm just thinking, where is your dad's shout out in all this? Where is your dad's? comment in the fact that he's been cut off from his grandkids. I mean, it's it's disgusting what he's going through. How is all of this, how is your dad doing now? Like, we, we, we've, well, we've spoken before about what he's gone through, but where is he at now? I mean, obviously, he must be heartbroken on a daily basis. I mean, how is he coping with with the realities of all this? Bro? Let, me, let me back up one second here all to right. uh, any warning signs or red flags that may have... Uh, sure you know, pushed everybody over the edge here. And this is, uh, this is leading up to my dad's heart attack before the okay. Royal wedding and those staged photos and all that crap, right. Which were staged by various people and paid for in the background by various people. And I know that for a fact. Um, but for Megan to give my dad an ultimatum, uh, disown myself and Samantha, if he wants to attend the Royal wedding, is kind of what pushed his stress level over the edge and probably had contributed to him having a heart attack. So my dad immediately said, I wouldn't disown any of my children. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Okay. That's something that a lot of people don't know. And everybody should know that because what kind of person comes up with this stuff in their head about yeah. like, are you that fixated on wanting to be an only child or an orphan that bad to where you have to pay to make your whole family disappear? Like you don't know them or, or have never met them. Come on. I mean, it's, it's the stuff of a true evil villain from a movie. You know, it's like the, it's like a scene from devils where where's Prada, that, that sort of narrative. And it's horrific that your dad went through so much that it almost killed him, basically. And people need to understand that that ultimatum was real. I mean, it is real. you're hearing it here and now. Just try it for 100%. a second. Imagine. Just try for a second and imagine. The thing were... about that also, the thing about that statement, I didn't know that until about, about two years ago, I found that out. And I was blown away because I had never known that. But word for word from uh, dad's mouth, just for a second, try and imagine it's you for a second, where one of your family members phones you up and says, oh, I'm getting married. Do you want to come? But you've got to disown the rest of the family. It just, it, it, it's one of those things where you'd be like, this is a joke, right? I mean, yeah. you would be, because it's so twisted, especially when it's a father talking about his children. And he must be he must be heartbroken, like I say, and a big shout out to your dad because yeah, that, it's... well, you know, it, it reminds me of like when I when I got when I first got married, right? Um, her family and her mother, especially, right? She didn't like my friends, and these are my best friends. These are like one of them was my mentor and my my best friend in life. Period. Um, who's no who's no longer with us? You know, God rest his soul. But yeah. um, he was my best friend. And he was going to be my best man. And my wife's mother said, uh, well, well, he can't come to the wedding. And I straight out told her, I said, I mean, that was a huge red flag. I should have just walked away from the whole thing then and there. Um, because I told her, I said, well, I guess I won't be there then either. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, this this is the thing you need to sort of stand by these people when when this sort of thing happens, and that's that's people's natural reaction. And again, it's 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 one thing when it's a friend, it's one thing when it's a sister, but when it's a daughter to a father, I can't only imagine what your dad went through. And uh, to anyone that's been through anything similar to that, it must have been horrific. But what what's next? Do you think um, for 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 Megan with your dad, do you think is ever going to be resolved? I mean, I know you're. Uh, let's not worry. Let's not talk too much about your, your dad in that aspect. But do you think Megan will ever come to her senses? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think it's going to happen. I mean, even when you go down the twisted narrative of how could she monetize the situation, do you think she would ever cash that in? I, I've thought about this for for years, and it's kind of like a mutual mutual feeling that we have about, you know, kind of like hindsight wise and spidey yeah. sense wise about yeah. thinking what's going to happen. I mean, and how is it going to happen? And I think it's, it, it, it almost makes me think about like the, um, uh, the rumor going around about uh, the Netflix wanted to do like a series with uh, a tearful reunion with, with dad for, with yeah. Megan. Yeah. Right. Which, I mean, that was out there for a bit. Yeah. And, Immediately, the first thing I thought was just like it's fake. Yeah, it's just it's just for Netflix. It's just PR. Of course, of I, think, course. I think I think her PR allegedly probably said the only way you're going to save your public image, Megan, is if you uh, make up with your father and apologize. Yeah. Well, this is this is my reason for thinking this. I think any day now, your dad's going to get a phone call from the Oprah production team saying, oh, Mr. Markle, great news. Megan would love to reconcile on a four-part series on the Oprah channel. I mean, it's my ass. Like you're, I'm just saying, <laughs> it would be one of those moments for a split second where your dad just shit, just shit and then pulls himself together do, do you see what i mean because i think that i i'm i'll be honest with you i'll, I'll bet you five bucks okay that in the next 36 months that phone call or something similar happens unless we get some huge spike in megan's celebrity status because i she's on a decline and i honestly think that when you put somebody that narcissistic in a corner and they're cornered and they're they're everything's exhausted they've nowhere to turn everything's burnt out that's when she's going to try and cash in on this bro he's I mean, gonna call daddy you know, the thing about it is like megan has known my father's phone number which has been the same for god knows yeah. how long of course. And at any given time, she could have picked up the phone and called. Yeah. Okay. So this this thing about like I can't get a hold of him, or I tried calling him, or I tried texting him, it, it, it's horseshit. It's of course it happened. is. Of course. And so hindsight wise, I, I I see the downward down, downward spiral. I see the I see the boat sinking. The SS the SS uh, narcissist is going yeah. down. <laughs> and. I the only saving grace that she has still is the advice from her PR to make up with her father, yeah. but not, not for money and not with hidden cameras and not with hidden microphones for Netflix. Yeah. Okay. Well, listen, I like, I've got a fun little segment now for us, Tom. It's called what's going through Harry's head right now. What do you think, right? Is going through that man's head. I mean, I'm not saying you, you know him or anything like that. Where this is all just two guys on the internet talking about another gonna, guy on the internet. I'm gonna have to say it. I'm gonna have to say you have that backwards. His okay. head is going through his ass. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You see, GG, but this is the thing, right? <laughs> Do you think he's even aware of all this yet? Because at some point he was unaware of all this, and surely now he must be like, okay, whoa. Okay, I, I, I don't mean to sound like a jackass or be too comical about this, but okay. I think if I had a private viewing of what really goes on when Harry has free time to himself, okay. I think he goes out into the chicken coop and cries. Yeah, I mean... Because he knows deep down inside how bad and how deep he is in this now. And he knows, and I'm sure there's a lot of regret going through his mind about, hmm. about what have I done? Yeah. What? the hell have I let happen right before my very eyes and I've done nothing about it. Do you think that that has kicked in now? I mean, let's, 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 let's be a bit serious here. Let's, let's say it's the chicken coop. Let's say he is at a, a private breakdown state. 
you know, when there's no one else around and like an advert with a puppy comes on in the TV for no reason, he just starts crying out loud and it just spirals. Do you think he's at that stage of realization now, or do you think it's still brewing and where he's coming up to that? Here again, we, you and I and everybody else has to go with what we see and what gets sure, published. Of course, of and, and the little tidbits and the little surprise photos that people catch of yeah. real expressions, real emotional expressions on this man's face. Yeah. Okay, So we see the, the facade and, and, and come this way, puppy dog. Come on, follow me. Do what you're told. Don't, don't raise your hand. Don't interrupt me. I walk before you. Everybody sees that. Yeah. And then... Once in a while, we get a release photograph from somebody to where we see the actual true emotional expressions on Harry's face. I think that's real. I think that's what Harry is really going through because he does not look happy. He hasn't looked happy in years on photographs. Do you think we're seeing the ex-prince version of the dad holding on to a loveless marriage for the sake of his kids? Uh, allegedly, just two guys on the internet with some yeah. allegedly chats. Yeah, um, it's a tough one, right? It's a tough one because yeah, it, it's a tough one. I I think you know if I had to actually place a bet on this in Vegas, I would say if Harry could somehow have control of his children, he'd be gone. Yeah. That see, I've often. Hey, we hope you're enjoying the podcast. It's a word from our sponsor, Shady Rays, and it is the season of giving. Get the perfect gift for that special somebody, yourself or both. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered with premium polarized shades and quick swap snow goggles that won't break the bank. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers an unrivaled product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn. Durable frames and world-class optics for all outdoor adventures. And Jen's... Blonde locks aren't getting tangled. In the tangle-free nose piece, so I can put it up in my hair like this. <laughs> no catching. With an extensive array of styles and colours, you're bound to find the perfect pair of Shady Rays sunglasses. And if you're into winter sports, their quick-swap snow lenses move effortlessly between full sun to low-light environments. That's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost or broken replacements. If you lose or break your purr, even on day one, they will send you a brand new purr, no questions asked. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out a very merry deal for the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use the code SHAUN for 50% off two plus purrs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over a quarter million people. That's ShadyRays.com, Sean, S-H-A-U-N, for 50% off or two more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Link in the description box if you're watching this on YouTube. Thanks for supporting our sponsor. Back to the podcast. Cheers. And said that if, let's say, hypothetically, allegedly, we're six months into the most messy public royal divorce in history, right? I honestly think at some stage the big red button will be pressed and two five foot two SES soldiers will just turn up and say, right, Megan, we've got two options for you. Okay. You can either sign this or you can sign this. And one of them is a note we'll leave behind explaining why you've done this to yourself, if you know what I'm saying. Because we're talking about the monarchy that we don't mess about. Okay. And it gets quite scary when you look at the history and what the capabilities are because believe it or not there are soldiers out there who swear their allegiance to the crown and then they they get into very elite parts of the british military which they're all you know the, the, the alphabet gang um and then when they retire their allegiance to the crown is still in place and they get jobs doing some very special things if needed for a very you know, monarchy people allegedly, but I, that is, you've got to understand that is a real reality. Where people think that that sounds like it's it's crazy, but you know, if you've got a well decorated ex soldier who gets you know asked to be summoned to talk to the queen or the king or a prince, and you know is you know summoned to go and take care of a situation, it's not out of the question that that is within the capabilities of our royal family. I, I genuinely, yeah. genuinely believe it. So honestly, I, I totally agree with you on that. And there's been many nights where I've actually, you know, I'll, I'll just go off and I'll start thinking. And 
I actually truly in my heart, I actually feel sorry for him. I feel sorry for Harry. I think he's gotten in way, way too far over his head. He doesn't know how to get out of it. He's being, yeah. he's being puppeteered by yeah. Megan. You know, I, I, feel, I think if, if, if Harry could make a wish, he would turn the clock back. Yeah. But then again, I wish there, there yeah, yeah. Not, not that I wish I can totally see Harry being rescued. And I honestly, I honestly believe that he should be rescued. Well, here's the thing. I think he would have to be rescued behind the scenes. Okay. I think if he hadn't done a lot of things or allowed his wife to do a lot of things in conjunction with what they have said about his brother and his wife, I think honestly that he's burnt so many bridges. Okay. I, I honestly feel like he falls into the category of when somebody gets duped into a secondhand car and they think it's amazing and they're just, they're loving this car. And then 30 miles into their first drive, the wheels fall off and they're like, oh my God, I'm stuck with this now. And the realization kicks in because I think you're right. I think your points on the, the data where we look at moments where Harry expresses his true feelings. I think that data is very telling. And I think you're right. I think we are seeing glimpses of the real Harry and the realization and this, you know, Set I mean, hard, on, choices, on, hard choices in front of him on that subject. I was in, I was in, a, I was in a very, very similar situation, like a very narcissistic. Yeah. Uh, there is nothing that I could do right to please this woman. Of course. And, I mean, the years that I endured trying to make this woman happy, thinking it's my fault, my failures, buying into all the shit that she was trying to shovel down my throat. Yeah. I was not, I was the happiest I've ever been in my life when I broke that off and I left. Do you mind just touching on that a little bit more? Because I think it's interesting that if you've got firsthand experience, oh, let's, yeah. let's just go with the narrative that allegedly there's a narcissistic tendencies within Megan. And a lot of people don't talk about male oppression in relationships, male um, mental abuse, gaslighting, and all of this. And I think it's important to highlight that because there's so many men that don't even realize what is happening to them is a form of abuse. And when you're trapped in a narcissistic uh, relationship, it is abuse. And I, I'm not saying you see yourself as a victim or this is going to turn into you know a survivor story or anything like that because it's it's, it's a, it, you you might not see it that way and that's completely fine and I'm not saying you're any of those things, but I think it's important that when men do suffer that way that we we give it a moment. So yeah, it's it's almost as though it's almost as though these women actually select and prey on a man's weakness as far as what the man vocalizes his concerns and his cares. Sure. And what a good man he is. I think these women can take advantage of that and slowly but surely break you down to where you're, you're like a trained dog. You know, they snap their fingers and you sit. They snap yeah. their fingers and you buy. I mean, you purchase. You do this. You do that. There's nothing. You can't do enough. And they get you and they lure you by working on your weaknesses that they know that you have that like, I mean, they take advantage of good men yeah, and, and they drive you into the ground to where you think that there's something wrong with you. <laughs> it's like, God, what am I doing wrong? It's just like nothing I do makes this woman happy. It's, it's horrible. And when it gets on the verge of like damn near almost physical violence and, and rage and like, you know, these horrible, horrible blown out fights. It's just like, it's time to go. Yeah. You have, when you're not happy and you've, you've learned this lesson several times over, it's time to get out. Yeah. I don't care if it's six months or a week or a year, you have to know the, the warning signs and you have to know yourself as a person. I know I'm a good man. I have a great heart and I'm just a caring person. I always have been my entire life. And when somebody uses that against me, it's just like, you have to be aware of the signs and you have to get out Yeah, because I was never happier until the day I got out and I was on the road and I was leaving and it took a long time to recover from that. But I slowly realized like, oh my God, I'm happy again. I'm not stressed. I'm smiling. I'm just, I'm just in a good mood. Yeah. I'm myself again. 
liberating. Yeah. Another word that people use uh, to sort of, which I, I kind of feel like it dumbs it down, is a toxic relationship, right? The people kind of refer to these things as toxic, but narcissistic relationships. How how long would you say? I mean, it's a gradual process, right? It's not. I mean, if if she tried to get to where get to where she was towards the end within the first weekend, you would run a mile, right? It's a gradual yeah. process with uh, these individuals, right? If you look at the relationship overall, uh, yeah. in my opinion, allegedly, of course, we have to say that yeah. word in another sentence, but of course. Um, in the beginning, look at her demeanor in the beginning. She was so humbled, right? Yeah. So appreciative to be in the position where she was at yeah. and not overstepping her boundaries. She was, she was like, she was just, she was still like in la la land in her head of where she was at and what she was doing. Right. Slowly, but surely over time, you notice a change because she slowly started to take advantage of that position. hundred percent. hundred percent. Her demeanor changed to where she started walking in front of him. She started like reaching in front of him to shake hands, to hug everything to where this man had no respect left. And I'm sure he had told her time and time over, this is how it's done. Stay back here and shut up until yeah. you, until I tell you to talk. Yeah. And he should have put his foot down from the get go and controlled it, but it's hard. It's very mentally challenging to be able to do that. When it's cause it's once they've got you in that love nest, once you're yeah. safe and you're vulnerable, that's when they start pulling apart at things. And can you just from your own personal experiences see a decline in Harry looking back at what who you were in that relationship? Can you see similarities in the descent of Harry as, as you descended uh, when you're, you know, with your own experiences of, of someone having their claws in? Yeah, well, of course, my, my experience is completely different than Harry's. Of course, level, of course. But but the basis and the concept of, of what I know now, yeah. I mean, it would never happen to me ever again because it's just like, boom, you're gone, get, get out. Yeah, it's so less I'm not, not going to deal with any, it's one red flag now, it's over. Yeah, and, and I think that's the best way to be. I think you've got to protect yourself. And I think it's, it's, it's you know, thanks for sharing all of that with us, Tom, as well, because it, it is important that we touch on uh, the other side of what can happen in a relationship. But listen, let's talk about you now, Tom, because we've got we've got some plans, okay? And once again, the link is in the description, okay? But what I would like you guys to do for this next section, okay, is go into the comment section and leave things that you would like Tom to cover. What You know, if you've got questions for Tom, he's going to come back on, uh, when, I don't know when this video is going to go out, but a royal mess to come and come answer some of your questions but we we want to create a, a an old school style phone and radio top topic show style podcast and we want you guys to be prepared for it uh tom you know tell us about some of your ideas that you've got for this because i'm i'm excited to uh to to see it all roll out well, I think um, as a person and all my worldly experiences that I've been through in life, I mean, I do have a lot to talk about on on quite a few different, many subjects. Yeah. So, yeah it's going to be a broad, broad spectrum. Um, we can talk about anything. Hey, I well, mean, this is it. Of course, we're going to touch on Royals. Of course, we're going to touch on Megan. We're yeah. going to touch on comedy. We're going to touch, you know, but a, a real Q&A. Yeah. Yeah. People who even people who are having problems and experiences yeah. that they need advice on, or they just want to hear a different opinion, you know, to open up the subject. I mean, yeah, the, the, of course. the sky's the, the sky's the limit. Yeah, we we're, there's going to be a, a an old school sort of phone in element to it as well, where the, the viewers will be able to come on and give their you know their views on the topic of discussion for that evening. And I'm excited uh, to see how it all goes for you. So make sure you guys um, click that link in the description. Go and get prepared for all of this. And you'll see some changes rolling out soon. Those who view Tom uh, regularly will know his, his characters and have been screaming out for designs and merch and all this kind of stuff. Your answers to your prayers are now finally uh, coming true. 
And uh, I mean, you said yourself at the beginning of this, this is what you're throwing yourself into. I, I'm, I look so massive because you're so far back. I'm just going to put this like this. So oh, okay. sure. you're, 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 you're <laughs> throwing yourself into this, Tom, because, you know, looking at your family history, there's a long lineage of content creation, but from a, a fairly high standard with your dad. And, um, you know, even he's ready to, to sort of uh, dabble in, in new media and, the, 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 you know, how content is created now. What yeah. would you say um, your your sort of you know mo- your biggest challenge moving forward with your content is going to be? Do you, do you feel like um, it's the the structure of the show or or anything? Or are you just you just excited to get started? Tell tell us a little bit about your your journey. Yeah, no, I, I'm you know this is um, I started this YouTube channel uh, about a year and a half ago, almost two years ago, I suppose, and. Yeah. I wanted to bring light to a lot of a lot of situations, a lot of news media. I wanted to bring light to it, and I wanted to bring humor and comedy and laughter into people's lives, especially my dad's. Yeah. Uh, and I really think that I had a a big role in helping my dad come back up from some really hardcore depression about yeah. everything that happened over the few years. So my main purpose was to put a, a smile on dad's face and be with him every single day because he does like my videos. He loves them. Yeah. And he gets, a, I mean, he's, he's my, he's my number one critic now and yeah. always poking me to do more. Well, this, um, this is it. I mean, your content is entertaining and you're very engaging. And I think this new chapter in your life with regards to content is going to be exciting for people because, you know, the one thing that a lot of people love is, when when they when they connect with the person it's not so much what you're talking about it's the person and i think it's going to be exciting to see you be passionate about your own chapter now of content it's not just focusing on the other marco yeah. you branch yeah. it and listen we're obviously going to throw it in there every now and again just for the algorithm people you know don't 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 hold us to a, a marco free experience um but it's it's exciting, and we we've had a big chats about some projects that you want to do next year, this year, and I think a lot of people who, you know, want to support you and want to see this next chapter need to just click that link in the description. Make sure that you're ready, and over the next couple of uh, interviews we do here, or if you come on um, a royal mess, we'll keep people updated. But there will be uh, some short form content popping up on your channel that will be informing people of what's going to be happening. So just make sure you're ready for that and stay tuned. Now, what else? What else do you want to throw at us, Tom, uh, this evening that we've not covered that you feel like you want to um, make sure we get out there? Well, gosh, you know, I mean, I do have uh, a vast majority of uh, lovely ladies who are my you know, have subscriptions to my channel. So I was, you know, you know, just me being sarcastic, of course, I may even start like a little dollar 99 a minute chat for those ladies. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, the, uh, the, uh, the other content that we can discuss on on YouTube will, uh, we want to keep keep everybody happy on every, that's it. That's it. (laughs) Keep those, uh, those ladies, please. But it's, it's, it is exciting. It is exciting. And I I wish you all the luck with it. And I I can't wait to see what happens. But I think this evening we've, we've, we've covered some good ground and I don't want to, drag things out and just you know we've got a couple other nights planned that we want to sort of talk about other things and hopefully give your dad a platform at some point to be able to come and tell his story and again not making any promises to anybody who's watching right now okay we're just two guys on the internet talking and if your dad's watching we're not we're not tom is not signing you up for anything but well, certainly, well, what you were saying, what, what people can expect and, and places that we're going to go is one thing I want to definitely do is, is I want to get on the level one-on-one with people. I want to give them that personal experience. Yeah. And, you know, I, I like to talk about just about anything. So yeah. the door is wide open and, you know, there will be bonus things for my father because we've already discussed this. So there's a lot yeah. to look. Yeah. And again, that that's the thing. All of those people out there who've been waiting for insights that you're not going to find anywhere else or the conclusions to stories that have been told but the narratives have been changed by the media that is going to be the crown jewel for tom because that is obviously what the majority of people are screaming out for but just make sure that you support tom you go and click on that link and we'll see you all there very 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 soon and 
you know, all of our thoughts and best wishes go out to your dad and yourself just because of all of the madness that you've been through, Tom. Um, before we wrap this up, do you think before Christmas we're, we're going to see any more drama with regards to the kids, Megan, the royal family, any of it? Because I've, I feel like she's undercapitalized on this, which makes me think, is she really worried about this court case? Because I feel like it's not like Megan to not hype up any sort of a headline and, you know, dragging out whether or not she's going to come and let the king see the grandkids is a pretty good clickable narrative. So do you think maybe she's just been too stressed about the court case? Yeah. Um, I think, I think she's actually probably stressing about the court case and, and she rightly so should be, but yeah. as, as far as the, you know, the king and my father share the same grandkids, which is like, I mean, what are the odds of that? Right. So that's that's that, you know that, I mean? that that's a t-shirt right there. I just want to say right. I just want to say today, that right today. Oh. I walked outside, got struck by a lightning, fell in a hole, and won the lottery eight times. Yeah, it's mad. It's, you, you don't see when you think about it like that, and you say it out loud. It is mad when you think about it. Yeah. It's mad. You know, so so yeah, this, I, this this woman knows what she's doing. She yeah, knows exactly. She's, in my opinion, allegedly. She's using those kids as pawns, bargaining chips, and 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 monetization. Well, Paula um, um, said that she expected to do what other celebrities have done, where you know she sells the story of her kids to a magazine for five, six million dollars, and it's just not happening. And she's just waiting for that paycheck. Allegedly, do you think? I th that that's what it seems like to me. If I'm being honest, that's what I would go with on that narrative. Um, I'm sure you would agree. Like I said, I, I believe in my heart that those kids will never leave the United States ever. Yeah. It's, and and it's, that's, it sucks. It does. It does suck. I mean, just, to, I mean, what parent doesn't want to see their grandchildren? I mean, well, that's it. I mean, actually, California is a state where my father could sue to see his grandkids. Interesting. Maybe, maybe he should do that. Well, hey, listen, just for the memes, maybe next summer we'll just get a GoFundMe and see what we can get the internet to produce because that would be hilarious. Yeah. Okay. And the internet for the memes, we, we would, I'm sure we can rustle up what we would need. I'm just, I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, well, so stay tuned for that, people. Yeah. Uh, I, I probably bet my last dollar that when, if, this, if that clip just gets out and she heard that, she'd probably move out of California. <laughs> yeah, well, just we're just we're just talking about a play, Megan. Don't yeah. worry, nothing to see yeah. here, nothing to see here. Yeah. Well, listen, listen again. Leave your comments for Tom in the comments uh, section below. Leave questions. Uh, we'll be back with Tom at some point again soon. Make sure you yeah. subscribe to uh, Tom's channel, and I'm sure Tom will be back just before he launches everything anyway, just to make sure we he, uh, lets you all know him capitalizes on uh, you wonderful, wonderful people who tune in to us all the time. So thank you very much for tuning oh, in on the Sean Atwood channel. One, one more thing real quick. One more thing. Of course. Yeah, of course. Uh, Chick Magnet is $2.99 a minute. Yeah, of course. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> obviously. Uh, if you're a fan of Chick Magnet, leave a one down in the comment section and uh, let's build the uh, the anthology of the Tom Markle universe. Uh, Tom, it's always a pleasure talking to you. Uh, I really feel like um, it's like sitting in a bar having a, a beer with somebody uh, when 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 we sit down together. And I really appreciate your time. And thank you so much for being here. We'll see you again very, very soon. And again, make sure you're subscribed to Tom's channel. Is there anything else you want to just throw at the people before we go, no, Tom? Um, thanks, for thanks everybody, for joining in and uh, listening and uh, being a part of this. And uh, everybody have a blessed day and uh, stay safe. All right. Well, listen, thank you, everybody, for uh, joining us on the Sean Atwood channel. From me, Ron Swanson, as always, be safe out there, guys. If you're looking for a gift, my new book, Sit Downs with Gangsters, is available worldwide on Amazon. We've interviewed over a 1,000 people now, and we selected 10 of the hardest-hitting stories to go in this book. Each chapter features the story of one of our podcast guests. Those stories are Shane Taylor, Knife Maniac's Redemption, John Elite, Mafia Hitman for the Gambino crime family, Joey Barnett, 35 years in UK prison, Ian Blink MacDonald, £6 million bank robber, Chet Sandu, Asian smuggler in Spanish Supermax, John Lawson, the hit team commander, David Macmillan, international smuggler's Thai death row prison escape, 
John Abbott, San Quentin Prison Shootout and Escape. Michael Francis, Colombo Crime Family Capo, portrayed in Goodfellas. Anne Wildman, English Enforcer in Arizona Prison. Link in description box on YouTube, available worldwide on Amazon. Also, my next book, Untouchable Jimmy Savile, is getting published in December 2023. So check that out as well. It will be available worldwide on Amazon. Thank you for listening. Cheers.